Hey, welcome to Surrender Perfect, the podcast. If it's your first time, welcome. And if it's not, hey friend. So for our newcomers, you may be wondering, what is Surrender Perfect? What is this podcast all about? And really for me, I hope it can become a community that encourages you to let go of that idea of perfection so that you can discover and accept the positive path of life that you are heading towards. In short, we talk about hope on this podcast. So let's get into today's topic. What is going on, friend? Hello, and welcome to the season finale episode. Um, Yes, I said that, and the description is correct. Season one finale. We have made it to episode 10 and so i felt like this was a good conclusion for season one where we've discussed so much about escaping our fears and if you listen to any of my podcasts i'm not going to try to lead you astray i'm not going to tell you to do something that i haven't done myself um haven't had to put the hard work in myself that's not who i am so Today's episode, as you can see on your screen, whatever screen you're looking at, is about getting over the fear of speaking in public. Um, I like to say, open your mouth and say something, which is a song if you look it up. But really, this is probably one of my main fears that I've had in my life, something that I'm constantly working on. And so I'll share a little more about that further in the episode. But yes, season finale, open your mouth and say something. I really want to encourage you all who are listening to just fight through that fear and get to the point where you can live vibrantly. So uh, if you're listening to this episode, you're either somebody who supports me like a family member or friend or you found it through something looking up something about getting over the fear of speaking in public so i did want to discuss the main reason someone might have a fear of speaking in public and that is due to either being shy or being an introvert and some people pretty much think those are the same thing and they're not and some of you might be saying yes i understand i am an introvert but i am not shy And some of you might be like, I'm the shyest person in the world. And me too, girl. Let's be friends. Um, So let's just define what being shy and what shyness is. So shyness is defined as being reserved, timid, or maybe even a little coy. This could be, you know, being afraid of going to that party because of people's judgment or people that fear of what are they going to think about me that evaluation whereas introverts maybe they would go to a party if they were like just a small group of friends and they have that capacity to speak to others and go to the party but maybe just don't want to because you know they're low energy they're what I like to call the chill friends And they gain that energy by having that time alone. So, interestingly enough, 
there is research on introversion and a psychologist by the name of Jonathan Cheek says there are four types of introversion. There's social introversion, thinking introversion, anxious introversion, as well as restrained. And I think those are all pretty self-explanatory through the name. Um, but if you do want to kind of delve deeper in that, it's definitely a thing. Definitely, you know, go to your favorite search engine and look up the four types of introverts or introversion. Uh, I, I'm pretty interested in myself because I'm thinking I could be all four. So definitely let me know what you think. If you are an introvert, what those could be. Uh, which one yours could be. So I think it's also important to realize that, you know, certain situations call for different reactions and different environments may bring out different reactions. You know, I'm an introvert, but sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm super outgoing and that's mostly when I'm with my family. So really, I guess the first part of getting over that fear of speaking in public or open your mouth and say something is knowing who you are, knowing what those triggers are. But I am going to present you with a couple more rules in order to get to that ultimate goal of being less fearful of speaking in public. I'm not going to say it's going to be completely gone because that's not where I am, but I'm just going to give you the tools that I've developed to get over the fear of speaking in public. So my rule one is change your mindset. And if you listen to Surrender Perfect more than once, you've heard this more than once. It's kind of the Surrender Perfect motto. And so with changing your mindset, it's all about replacing your fears with the facts and with the truth. This will only last this long, you know. That's what I had to tell myself when I was doing speeches. You know, maybe no one will remember it. And if they do, okay, you know, if it's they judge me, I'll just move on. And hopefully someone will get something out of what I say. So it's kind of what I'm doing now. But then also changing your mindset might be recognizing your weaknesses as opportunities to grow stronger. Um, this literally can apply to any situation and any fear you may have. Growing stronger in a skill growing stronger in a weak part is really important and learning how to fight through the fear i said this a little e uh, earlier and i know it's not easy but you have to fight through fear if it's debilitating to the point you can't move on so just to share a little bit about me when it comes to public speaking i am not someone who grew up loving to speak. I am an only child, so didn't really talk to anybody at home if I was by myself. So we had this thing called um, a Tropicana speech. It might still be a thing in Florida, but um, all the elementary school students had to create a speech and say it in front of their classmates. And I'm, this may sound like I had no friends in school, but I did. But just the fear of speaking and them judging me was so hard that I literally had to do my speech to a wall. 
because I told my teacher there was no other way that I would do it. And so it may be shocking to people now that I literally can do a podcast or I can join business calls or I can present research at my university, which was literally the largest milestone I think I had in my life because it was just like 360 from talking to a wall um, because I was so scared to look in the eyes of people. So can we have a dig deep moment? Yes, we are always having these, but just think about it. Do you have fear just thinking about talking? What has your heart racing about just the thought of it? Is it the fear of failure, rejection, imperfection, not being enough, or maybe just embarrassment from a prior experience? How do you heal? What thoughts should you change? What actions should you take? And more importantly, what practices do you think you need to obtain to improve? You see, I can give you all the solutions and some may not work for you because everybody's different and that's okay. But it all starts with your decision to change the direction of your life. So that's what I'm going to talk about now. It's about being in that journey of discovering your solution. So as I look in my notes right now, I literally wrote, I say this because what worked for me might not work for you. And it was ultimately through my own experiences. Instead of the words of others, I gained strength and confidence in my voice. And that's what I'm praying for you to have, strength and confidence in your voice. And sometimes it's going to be shaky. I know my voice is probably shaky right now because I don't like talking long periods of time. So this is a struggle, but, you know, praise God, you're going through it with me. And I know that there's somebody who will gain something from it. Um, So the first thing I did to gain strength and confidence in my voice was probably not the smartest thing and probably the reason why I didn't gain a strong voice until college was talking with strangers safely like if you were not my family I was not talking to you I don't know how I made friends in high school I guess it was kind of just like you're next to me we both have no one to talk to here we are or you know we both are in this class can I get some help I don't know but really and I guess that was kind of stepping out and saying okay we're both in this same situation um, for college, that was going to coffee shops and, you know, saying, oh my gosh, you have a band t-shirt on that I really like. Um, did you know they had a concert last weekend? Were you at the concert? Or maybe it's libraries with your classmates or, you know, you're at a line, you're in the line at some event. And for me, that was pretty much anything with free food. So food became like my avenue for, um, Finding people who are interested in the same cultures and things of that nature. Um, As I said before, just 
sitting in math class or stats and saying, okay, I'm struggling. I'm going to have to have friend, be friends with somebody who understands this stuff. And it's not really being fake or, like, or greedy, but maybe we can help each other out. Like, you're good at math and I'm good at science or something of that nature. And then, you know, church. And so I always like to encourage for the second solution I found was try talking in a setting that is comfortable. So as I mentioned before that going to places that have free food, I love food. So anybody else who loves food is my friend automatically. But if you love serving at your church or always wanted to try it, go to church and join the welcome team or whatever volunteer team you want to be, whether it's kids ministry or the creative team and really just find something that you're passionate about because sometimes when you're passionate about something you're kind of distracted by the fact that you're scared and you don't know what people are going to think about you whether that might be art if you love art you can talk about art all the time and people aren't going to hear how bad your voice wails So I'm going to take a complete 180 for the third solution I had to try because sometimes you have to volunteer for something you usually wouldn't. Um, and that's all about, as I talked about in the beginning, growing stronger in the places you're weakest. And so there was courses I took that I wasn't familiar with or there was environments that were safe, but wasn't something that I would usually try. And you know, this is a time to understand, okay, I might actually enjoy this. Or maybe you're at work and someone's needed to give a presentation or join a project. This is a good time. And you know, this is also how it can grow your network and grow your job experience. And it's all about you taking the chance to do something different. So let us all take a, co a collective breath. <sighs> yes, this can seem very overwhelming. And just thinking about it, I want us to take a breath. And I want to emphasize my step or solution number four that I had to give myself. And that was taking a rest period. You know, don't be disappointed that you have to take time to clear your mind and reevaluate your thoughts. Remember, the Bible tells us to be anxious for nothing. And I truly believe that, especially for my introverts and especially for my shy ones who are doing the best they can, you know? So it's good to have sacred space, a sacred space or sacred spaces that you can recoup so that you do have your energy, do have the energy for the next adventure you go on. Um, and this might not even be a physical location, but once again, a mindset that helps you regain the confidence, whether it be an affirmation or like me, a sort of bold declaration that I've got this. And even if I don't, I'll get over it and I've learned from it and I've learned from my mistakes. So I hope these solutions were helpful for you. I do want to leave this episode with two affirmations that I have to tell myself quite frequently. It is, one, you deserve to take up space. Um, this was based off of 
the fact that, you know, if you take public transportation, you squeeze your body so, so much just to make space for someone else to come. And it's not that you're feel that you're less than, or maybe it is, and maybe you just want to disappear. So you just crunch yourself up into a little ball, but you deserve to take up space. And this is not me saying, you know, man spread on a bus, but just you deserve to be in a space, even if you don't feel like it. If you don't feel like you deserve to be in the space of an influencer, you do. If you don't feel like you deserve to be in the space to be a singer, but you do. There are spaces that we say we don't belong in that we truly do. And then for the second affirmation I want to leave you with for the season one finale is someone needs to hear your voice. And I want to thank you for listening to my voice right now because it's affirming for me that somebody wants to listen and I hope that you gain something from it and I feel the same way about you someone needs to hear your voice someone needs to hear your story and that story is so much bigger than you even see right now so this is your host Kay logging off and see you soon season two bye